We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Brian Baldinger was on WGR in Buffalo this morning. And he was talking about the situation with Lamar Jackson in, in Baltimore. And it's so funny because... This clip you put in the DMs, and it led you and me down the rabbit hole a couple different ways today on Lamar Jackson. I think a separation is in order. You know, he's very young still. His style is his style, but I could see somebody being very interested in Lamar, but I don't believe he'll be playing with the Baltimore Ravens next year. I think what he did, for whatever reasons, and I haven't heard from Lamar, I haven't heard him talk about anything, but for not to be with your team in a playoff game where you could help Tyler Huntley or, you know, if Anthony Brown had to go in the game, you could be of assistance and help out in that situation. I think the court has been cut in Baltimore. And... When I heard that, the rabbit hole I went down was listening to our sister station in Baltimore, and I listened to Jason Locken for his show last night. I listened to a bit of their morning show today, and pretty much everybody's in agreement that it feels like even though Lamar is, is certain to be franchise tagged, that this really does feel like a bleeper get off the pot. Either they got to sign Lamar or they got to move Lamar. Right. That, that's the only way to kind of mend this relationship. It feels like there's there's momentum for him to not come back, but I still think that this is this is a very big decision for Baltimore to have to make. Mm -hmm. And I I do think they're looking across the league and you brought this up this morning. Hey, look at what Seattle did. You know, they jumped off of Russell Wilson. Now, Lamar's younger, and I think Lamar still has many good years in front of him, and Russell still might too. I don't know. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett was the worst head coach we've ever seen. But I think they're looking at Seattle and thinking, you know, that team moved on from, from a franchise quarterback. They got multiple draft picks. They got capital. And they went to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that, you know, one thing that's fascinating to me is, like, how do the Houston Texans end up out of this Deshaun Watson deal? I because think when teams – sorry, Nick. When okay. teams make these big-time moves um, – yeah, yeah, listen, granted, there can be winners on both sides. Like – the Houston Texans can rebuild. The Browns can have a good franchise quarterback. Like, it could all work out. Mm -hmm. But like right now, Seattle looks like a huge winner. I think the through line that I would put between Russ and Lamar is it doesn't mean either guy's a bad guy. But the situation, I think, is impacting the culture. I think Russ and the circus with Russ and him wanting to be out of there and all that stuff, I think it negatively affected the culture. And they used the assets that they got back for him. I mean, Charles Cross was one of those guys. Um, I'm trying. They had one of the best 
draft classes we've seen in recent history. Uh, they got like three guys, much like Baltimore this year, they got like three guys on the all-pro list. So I think that was, in a way, it was addition by subtraction. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you get better by subtracting Lamar Jackson. But if you can remove the locker room from now two years of will they, won't they, if you're not going to pay him, like, I think there's as much of a chance in a year's time, Dustin, we're talking about, well, they didn't pay Lamar and thank God they didn't, then, oh my God, they didn't pay Lamar and now he's worth uh, $230 million guaranteed. There's a guy who, and I, I'm not trying to disparage a guy who has another world of talent. But this is a guy who hasn't been an MVP candidate truly since 2019. This is a guy who does have injuries over the last couple of years. This is a guy who clearly wants to be paid like an elite quarterback, and you can make a case statistically that he's not consistently been that since he, he's or he's not at least reached his peak of back in 2019 again. I, I think, listen, I don't think there's a risk-free option for Lamar. I don't think people have assessed the risk of paying Lamar, if you're Baltimore, I think it's as great as trading Lamar. So I don't think either the Ravens or Lamar have a risk-free option. And I'll be honest, I think they've gotten to where where San Francisco was with uh, Jimmy G. It's two straight years. Oh, I don't know about that, well, man. What I, I, mean I, is, I think that's a little bit far-fetched. Well, I just mean like the the real reason they moved off of Jimmy G wasn't just we can't win a Super Bowl with him. It yeah, but was, you can win a Super Bowl with Lamar. Well, no, well, they, he hasn't won a playoff game. No, but I think you can win a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson. I think you can, but I know Jimmy I mean, G has been if, in the playoffs. If Lamar Jackson can finish a season, I mean, the guy's 45 and 16 as a starter. But that's where it is for me. That's where That, to me, is where the Jimmy G thing is. Jimmy G is well, a guy... A, what's hurting him right now is the fact that the last two years, he has missed the final month of the year. And the Ravens have collapsed. Yeah, and... To me, a lot of that would be because they didn't have Lamar Jackson. Well, but if the 49ers were willing to move off of Jimmy G because he was too injury prone, when does that become the conversation for Lamar? Then? Yeah, but I mean, Jimmy G, I don't think talent-wise is even in the same stratosphere as Lamar Jackson. Well, yeah, but I mean, I think he's a guy that they did go to the Super Bowl with. So he is yeah, a guy. Yeah, but I, I would also say this about Lamar. It's not like Lamar, Lamar had a, what, a PCL strain this time. He's had a foot. He's had a hip. It's not. It's not been like, you know, catastrophic injuries here. It's just been some nagging stuff at the end of the year. Unfortunately, I mean Jimmy G mostly outside of you mentioned the ACL. Like tore his knee up. He's been. He's had a bunch of kind of ticky tack things that have held him down. A busted hand here. This that the other. What was it? An ankle this year? Or was it a PCL this year? He's had a lot. For who? <laughs> For which player? Uh, for Jimmy G. This year was his foot. The foot. The okay. ankle, foot, something like that. But it in. Listen, I'm not here to say I'd like Lamar out of the division. <laughs> I'd like to not have to worry about that dude. And I think it's easier to say than it is to actually pull off. But if I'm Baltimore, listen, I, I think there does come a point where you either need to pay the guy or not. This isn't Dak Prescott. All right? This isn't uh, like Dak didn't have the kind of, uh, in, in terms of the first time they started to tag him, they didn't have the same kind of like Dak wasn't a franchise quarterback to like three or four years in, right? Lamar was a franchise quarterback year two. It simply is, do you think he's going to stay healthy over the next five years? And I think between that relationship, 
There was Lamar um, Instagram post the other day. There was a fact that apparently when they were in Cincinnati, he actually went into the locker room and cleaned out his locker room. In Baltimore? In Baltimore. So not only was he not at the game, which is what Brian Baldinger uh, kind of alluded to, not only was he not at the game, the dude took the team being away as an opportunity to get in there and clean out his locker room. And, and Maybe the, he's unhappy in Baltimore. Well, and I think if he is, which, by the way, he should be, is a guy who probably should have gotten a massive contract already. By now, yeah. And the team did what it felt was best, but at some point, it like... At some point, you can't say, hey, I love you and value you. If we're going to string you along for the final two years, three years of your contract, and then we're going to franchise tag you twice. And I think Lamar is smart enough to see through that. And so it does feel like if you don't pay him, I don't see why he would come back. I don't, I just hold out. Like, is it going to cost you that money? It's already costing you money. If you don't trust the team, why would you go back? And I think at this point, it's fair to say, does the, does the, does the team trust the player as well? Oh, I don't. I listen. I, I think the team. I, why would the team not trust the player? Um, because there are whispers about the injury. Because there are how he handled the end of the season here with the social media stuff, with um, with with obviously going in there, not being with the team. Like those are all things that I do wonder how much they matter to the team. Yeah, well, I, I don't think it matters to his teammates. Which to me, that's the most important part of this whole whole thing because mm-hmm. his teammates all have his back. Yeah, but but how much does that? I mean, Calais Campbell. By the way, I am so jealous they signed Calais Campbell. They got the final four years, three years, four years out of Calais Campbell, and he's that to me is one of the most underrated players in NFL history. But like, Calais Campbell's probably not going to be there in a year because he's going to retire. Like anybody else, like you can't just because his teammates like him doesn't mean you can pay him that money. Yeah, Sammy Watkins I, was there for two weeks, Keith. Well, I was just saying, not 100%. We know okay. not 100% of players can be on any one side. No, I, I get that. No okay, way. so maybe a little hyperbole. But I don't think – I don't. when I was saying the, the team thing earlier, I was saying the organization and the player. That's where I, I like – and that's really, really tough to come back from unless there's a $200 million apology. And, and if you're the Ravens, why pay him now? Like just business, if you were if you were on the fence about him two years ago, giving him that kind of money, or a year ago, well, this is no, another I, that, year. That's that's why part of me thinks that Baldy might be right. You know. Uh, by the way, what's uh, up, Charleston on Twitter saying, listening to uh, me compare uh, Lamar Jackson to Jimmy G. I'm not talking about a talent level. I'm talking about a guy who San Francisco moved on from him because of the injuries. That's why they started looking to upgrade. That's where Baltimore is. Like, why? Why do we do this thing? Nick, though, I don't know. I, I don't know that San Francisco looked to upgrade just because of the injuries. I think they looked to upgrade because of they they felt like they could get someone more talented. I I just don't understand why Lamar gets the level of the level of of defense that he does from 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 just the kind of collective. Like he hasn't been an NFL. Uh, MVP candidate since 2019. He's still an electric talent. He's still a very good player. He also was pretty bad the last six games of this year. And at some point, you can blame it on talent. You can blame it on Greg Roman. You can blame it on, but the numbers are what they are. And the injuries are what they well, are. Well, he, un- he didn't play the last five games. No, I, the, the so last the six, six games that, that he did play. Yes. Or six or seven games where he had like 61% completion, seven touchdowns, and five interceptions. Still eight and four. 
Well, but at some point, okay, you're winning, but what is your personal? Like, because that's what this is based on. Well, then of. if you're Baltimore, you have to make a decision. Can we win without the guy? Seattle did it. We've actually been shielded a little bit from this, but like between between the whispers that Lamar hasn't, um, that, that maybe Lamar could have come back and played. And I'll say this if Lamar plays, if Lamar was healthy enough to play this last weekend, I think the Ravens are in the second round of the playoffs. I just I don't think the Bengals played nearly good enough um, offensively or defensively to win that game. Yeah. And across four quarters, the the Ravens were the more physical team. They were the more, I mean, outside of the fumble <laughs> and maybe the turnover. Outside of Tyler Huntley, they were the more disciplined they team as well. Lamar Jackson. So it's funny to see that juxtaposed with this moment in time. Like, are they going to move off from him? Because I'll say this, I don't. I think there's a chance Lamar stays, and I think the the division is a lot more open than we think. I think there's a chance he goes in the divisional is a lot more than we open than we think. I know Pittsburgh looks great right now because Kenny people are on the pen, uh, picket bandwagon. That could change with a bad first half of the season, and I feel the same way. Like I feel right now, the team that scares me in this division long term is Cincinnati. And other than that, I think this division's up for grabs if you're the Browns, whether Lamar's in it or not, mm -hmm. even though I'd prefer that he's not. Listen, I'd prefer he's not in this division as well. I just don't know where he goes. You, um, go to the NFC. I mean, you got to go, young man. Would, would, uh, I was trying to think. I mean, I think Carolina would, would spend money on him. Yeah. I think, would New um, York? The Jets? The Jets would. They're the favorite to land him. Yeah, that's. Well, Joe Douglas, that do, that does make sense. Being a former Ravens guy, that would make some sense there. I think Washington, even though I don't think Baltimore trade him to Washington because of that like territorial thing. Well, I think the, remember McNabb went there. Well, well, and I was gonna say Riverboat Ron had some success with Cam in. Um, also, would Baltimore consider if they they let Lamar walk? Would Baltimore consider going after Derek Carr? I got got a good tweet on that. I think Derek Carr May would be in play. I Jimmy G maybe not because of the injuries. But yeah, I think Baltimore would become a real spot for a lot of. I, I I'll be honest. I think maybe they they could be in on Aaron Rodgers. God, could you imagine that? I don't think it's going to happen because I think Aaron's either going to stay in Green Bay or retire. I think he's just trolling everybody. Can you imagine a division with Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, and Joe Burrow? It'd be amazing. Yeah. I don't know that that makes a lot of sense for uh, Rodgers. I mean, I think it's a place to win, an organization you can trust. Take your butt to Vegas, dude. Uh, I, I still don't think that's that good of a, a landing spot. Uh, I just think Vegas is awesome. You know what? You know, I actually, I was thinking about this driving in. I think Detroit could make a lot of sense. Like Lamar, J Lamar to Jared Detroit. Jared Goff had a hell of a year. Well, my, my thinking is I think Lamar lines up perfectly with what you want to do offensively as a physical team. They have Jared Goff, so you would have the stopgap quarterback in Baltimore, and they have two first-round picks because of the. You're saying, uh, are you saying make a move for Goff to Baltimore? Yeah, yeah, and Lamar, Lamar to Detroit, and Lamar to, to Detroit. Like, yeah, the, the fifth pick in Jared Goff for Lamar Jackson, I think, would be about as good of a deal as you could get right now, considering everything we've talked about with Lamar. And I think if you're Detroit, I think Lamar Jackson's the move that you've been waiting to make. It's a huge risk, but if you pull it off. Lamar can make you relevant in that division in ways you have not been uh, since Barry Sanders. 
I thought a lot about that one. I really like it. I just want Lamar Jackson with Dan Campbell. I just feel so happy about the fact that early or earlier this year, when we were doing like our over under picks for um, some teams, and I took the over seven and a half for uh, for the Lions. Yeah, they got it. I may have criticized you on that one. You might have two one six five seven eight double. I may have not loved it when they were one and six. Uh, how would Lamar's departure impact the AFC North? Joe, real quick, buddy, what you got for us? Hello, Joe. Say it ain't so, Joe. Joe. All right, Dan. Dan, do better than Joe, please. <laughs> Nick. Dustin. Yo. It's Devil Dog Dan. It's been a minute, brother. Hey. What's up, buddy? I think I think that the Baltimore Ravens are more willing to, to put stock in their front office and their coach than they are any one single player. I mean, Joe Flacco was an above-average quarterback. They won a Super Bowl. I think they were always consistently have been good um, throughout since they took off from Cleveland. So I think Baltimore is looking at it as though I don't want to invest all this money into one player who basically is injury prone. I would sign and trade him for some first round and trust my front office and coaches to, to be relevant again. And they're relevant now. I mean, even without him, they're relevant. You know, it's so funny about I, that. Is as you mentioned trusting your head coaches and everything, Dan. Um, thank you for the call, buddy. Uh, I, when I was listening to Lock and Fora yesterday on the, the Baltimore station, they were like, do we trust Eric DaCosta and Sashi Brown to lead us out of this? And I was like, oh, it's not so different. You made the playoffs, and you're having the exact same conversation we're having. Christine, welcome to the end of the show, Christine. Or, end of the show? End of the show? Could be. End of the hour. Oh, hey, guys. I just, I was, um, I've been listening to you talk about the Ravens and Lamar, and, and as important as they are to your show, to the NFL, I, I really wanted to go back and just revisit Rex Ryan's teeth. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, I'd um, love to. It, yeah. If you, if you go back and you look at him, oh, gosh, I think, what was it, 2015, 2016? Is that when he was coaching? In Bill? Buffalo? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, in Buffalo versus now they're dramatically different different um he had a, he had a great smile back then he still has a great smile the only problem is you really can't can't look at it because his teeth are so blinding whenever we see him on tv i mean i i, I can't even pay attention to what he's talking about because all i can do is really really stare at those teeth and I, i'm usually making remarks and co- comments to my husband and i just wanted to know if if these teeth had the same effect on you yeah, I don't. I, they're they're beautiful. They're beautiful. I'll say that. Yeah, I don't know if they're real. Like, I mean, for a guy who is uh, who's southerner by genetic, you know, d- southern genetics, those are great teeth. The only uh, the only upset special would be if he was British and had teeth like that. <laughs> so yes, I do find them. I actually just find Rex Ryan to be incredibly distracting. Like the other day when he said Brandon Staley is insulting all coaches who came before him with his use of analytics. All right, Rex. You got nice teeth, buddy. He does. Go on Foot Finder. Have yourself an afternoon. Get a glass of wine. Chill out. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.